Hello, everyone, and welcome or welcome back to Tech Unraveled, brought to you by Vistacom, where we unravel the AV industry. On this show, we go beyond the buzzwords and get real and dirty with the experts and thought leaders from a wide variety of sectors within Pro AV. And today, we're going to talk control rooms, which is a very special niche within the AV industry that is very close to our hearts at Vistacom. I am Leanna Russell, uh, Vistacom Sales and Marketing Manager. And typically, I have another co-host with me, Josh, who is here today. However, we're going to flip the script, and Josh is going to be our guest. Um, Josh is Vistacom's Marketing and Communications Specialist. So thanks for joining us, Josh. Yeah, of course. Looking forward to being on the other side of things this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also our very special guest today, new to the show, um, and also new to Vistacom, is Rob Schlegel. He is our Director of National Control Room Sales. He's been with us for about seven months. Rob, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah. Hey, everybody. Thanks for the intro, uh, Leanne and Josh. So great to be here. Uh, great to be on the program. Uh, I know a lot of people check this out and to be a part of it so yeah so as we mentioned i'm new to Vistcom. i've been here for about seven months and lead the control room side of the business so it's a great um it's a great part of what we do here at Vistacom, and we're excited about not just what we do but about the future of the control room business and the company so um i came to Vistacom from johnson controls i was part of the security industry and we're going to talk a little bit about physical security today and um as part of that, I saw uh, a real opportunity for the security industry to kind of take a leap forward in what would I call visualization or the control room. So um, at Visigam, we do a lot of control rooms. We're one of the top um, control room integrators in the nation. And we get to be a part of helping companies visualize their data in ways that helps them to run their business. So I'm excited to be a part of that and helping companies, um, security and others grow in realizing what their data can do to maximize their their business yeah yeah we are so happy to have you. you've been a great addition to the team fit right in um and these two along with uh, a couple others from vistacom recently went to isc west which is the international security conference and exposition in las vegas it is a very very well-known trade show within the security and control room industries. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to get their takeaways, their feedback on the event, um, what were the hot topics and the trends that they saw at the show for our listeners who might have not attended or attended and just want to get their take on it as experts in the industry. So just a little bit about ISUS before we get started. Um, this year, it was back at the end of March, so just a couple of weeks ago. Um, and this is really, like I said, the leading event um, in the security industry in the United States. ISUS is in Las Vegas every single year. So if you missed it this year um, and you're interested in going next year, they already have a date announced and it's going to be April 9th to the 12th. Uh, we will be there. Um, again. Um, and ISC West is really, uh, it accomplishes three main things, I would say, in my eyes. And we'll talk a little bit more about each today. But for our team, we find a lot of value in it because we get to network and connect with so many hundreds, thousands of security professionals and public safety professionals as well. Uh, the second 
component that I think is really important is the education and the chance to learn. Um, ISC West partners with SIA, um, the Security Industry Association, for tons of courses and sessions on trending topics um, and educational programs. And then the last part is obviously you go to a trade show to see and learn about the technology. Um, the latest and greatest stuff is there on display. There are some product launches happening at every ISC West. Um, and you really get to dive in and talk to those um, exhibitors about that technology. So this is actually Vistacom's second year exhibiting at ISC West um, as Vistacom Control Room Solutions. Um, and I think the collective feedback is that it's a very successful show. So just wanted to start off by Josh and Rob giving us your initial impressions on the event overall. So ISC West is really, you know, the premier event in the security industry. So, you know, if you're going to go to an event, ISC West is generally an event that you go to. It's where a lot of the product launches happen, as you mentioned, Leanna. It's a place where, you know, people... Um, go to see what's new and also go to see people. So it's really the place to see and be seen, um, you know, in the security industry. So it was great to be there. It was great to catch up with some old friends from being in the security industry. You know, it was almost like a homecoming for me. So good to be there and, and get to see what some of my uh, friends and coworkers are doing in, in other businesses. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it was good to be there. Uh, it was good to see that physical security is still top of mind and important to a lot of people, right? So you just look at the show traffic, you look at the booths, you look at what's happening there, and what you realize is that physical security is an important part of everybody's business. You know, we live in a different world than we did a few years ago, and um, it seems like it's changed right before our eyes, and it's become even more important to make sure that we are figuring out how to secure our business and secure our companies. And so I think that's why you just saw a lot of people there. I don't know what the exact um, increase over last year's attendance was, but you know, show traffic was very good. It was very well attended. And I think it also emphasizes the importance of being in person, right? So, you know, a lot of business and a lot of um, learning happens, you know, in person. And um, I think what we saw is there's an investment of companies getting people out and getting people in front of people to learn more, to understand how to best do things and really learn best practices. And we were just excited as Visicom to be a part of that and, and show off a little bit of how we add value to some of our customers and, and others in the industry. So I thought it was a great show. Josh, what about you? Yeah, I would totally agree. Um, <clears throat> traffic this year was um, definitely an improvement from last year. I think there was a st statistic from SIA that this was probably one of their best attended shows um, within the last 10 years. So definitely there's an increase in interest in this show and people are really eager to go out there and check out some new products and offerings. Um, Rob kind of alluded to it, but the one thing that I like always come back to for large trade shows like this is, you know, we get caught up um, on, you know, educating ourselves behind a screen or hopping on meetings and talking to people that way and introducing ourselves and educating ourselves on things over, over the internet. And I think like this show and the enthusiasm of people being there, um, you definitely get the sense that there is a lot of value, a lot of inherent value in attending these shows, 
you know, companies like Vistacom put a lot of effort into showing their best technologies and being there with their people ready to kind of educate um, not only like end users, but integrators and other partners as well um, on, you know, what's the latest and greatest. So it's really great to see people, uh, you know, willing to be out there and have conversations and really like they're there for those specific conversations. Um, and uh, yeah, you definitely had that feeling at this show. Absolutely. And I would say that with what we do on the control room side of our business requires um, that dedicated conversation around uh, what we have to offer, but also what our potential clients are, are looking to do within their operation centers or or command centers or control room spaces in general. And so I would imagine that that is an important reason why Vistacom Control Room Solutions decides to go to this show. Um, but are there any other reasons that you guys find it important for us to be involved in a show like this? You know, just my thought is all of us have been kind of webinar to death over the past few years, right? You know, um, we've had webinars on everything and um, those are good. It's a good way to learn and a good way to see what's out there. And it's a good way for companies to, you know, inexpensively research new things. But there's just something about getting in front of a product and being able to sit there and, and touch it with your hands. You know, it's like it's like a new car. You want to buy a new car. It's great to look at the uh, the online ads and whatever. But there's just something about when you sit in it and you understand how it works and, and you get to feel it that helps you know if this is the right thing for you. So I think maybe that's what we're seeing, you know, just people ready to get out and just really understand better what all these products are and 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 how they work um, more than just a webinar, so. Yeah, definitely. And to add on to that, um, I think what's important for us is to be able to be at these type of shows and um, not only network and interact with, you know, attendees at the shows, um, but also be able to ask them questions and kind of get their feedback um, for us as a, as a company. Um, that's actually really valuable. It's actually one of our goals for, I would say, a lot, the majority of the control room shows that we attend is, you know, we're out there, we're representing us, we're, we're, we're explaining what we do and all of that stuff. But um, there are a lot of, um, you know, different specific things that we are looking to get that feedback from. And these shows are kind of a, you know, prime opportunity to do that. and. Um, also on that, I think it's important for Vistacom Control Room Solutions to be at these shows because sometimes it's difficult for people to really wrap their heads around the true value that, you know, we do offer as a, lead, a leader in the control room integration business. You know, people are familiar with what security integrators do, um, especially at a, at, a, at a security show like ISC West. But it is really um, one of the greatest benefits of being there is kind of showcasing and explaining how we really are a value add to those security integrators. Um, and then also the true value that we do from an end-to-end -end solutions provider, um, you know, within the four walls of the control room. So I would say that's definitely important, um, an important reason for us to be there and um, educate people on kind of what, what we do and continue to kind of showcase that, you know, we are a leader in that niche part of, um, you know, improving your security operations centers. 
Yeah, Ooh. it's talking about how you fit, how we fit into the puzzle, right? right. There's exactly. there's a yeah. whole puzzle of 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 people and and organizations that are involved in in this space, and we are just one piece of that. Um, exactly. So. Yeah, that's the the importance of being in a larger group where you get to see how things fit together, and you get yeah. to see who the real players are in the industry, right? You get to see. It's pretty obvious when you walk into the show floor who the major players are within the security industry. And then, you know, you have your major players and then you have your startups where you can see like the new things that are happening. Right. So it just helps you visualize, you know, what to focus on and, and what what things are up and coming um, easier than just looking through the Internet and trying to figure out what's the latest and greatest. So, yeah, absolutely. On that note, um, I'm going to give you guys a chance to talk about uh, what our booth looked like really quickly. Um, we are going to dive into some of the hot topics and trends that were buzzing around the show. But um, just to start us off, um, Josh, you're in marketing, so you have a lot to do with the, the setup of the booth and what we show off. So do you want to start off with what, what our booth looked like and what we were talking about there? Yeah, definitely. So um, this was our second year at ISUS. I don't know if we mentioned that earlier. Um, and last year, we um, truly launched our Secure View Command Center Kit product that um, a lot of our listeners have probably heard of, or if they're new, maybe they haven't. So basically what we focused on again this year was showcasing a more refined version of Secure View. Um, so we've made some tweaks. We've definitely kind of improved how we're talking about it and, and explaining how it really does fit into certain applications. And so what we did in our booth um, was showcase Secure View um, so that way it is an all-in-one um, demonstration of what the actual product offers. Um, and then we've, we've also kind of set up um, an opportunity to learn more about VistaCom control room solutions if that kind of, if the conversation leads into that direction. And I'm sure Rob will kind of touch on that a little bit later. Um, so definitely our, our purpose this year, again, was to showcase SecureView, um, showcase this command center kit and how it really does kind of serve a unique place in the market for smaller to medium-sized operation centers. Um, and we, the, the goal with the booth is to make it very clear to anyone who's coming up and, you know, ready to kind of reimagine and redesign or simplify really their operation center, um, and walk through exactly what it means to be a, a, a command center kit, a sock in a box, um, and how it's not only, you know, it's not just a, a stock in a box solution. There's a lot of concept and R&D that goes behind it and a lot of best in class, powerful technology. And I think our booth was really meant to kind of set up and showcase that. Yeah, and I'll kind of jump on that. So Josh, you know, I think it was, um, you know, from coming from the physical security industry, there's um, a lot of focus on obviously video surveillance, access control, things like that the software, the platforms, the hardware that supports all that gear. Um, you know, even now new things are coming into the mix with, you know, weapons detection and stuff like that. So, you know, what I what I saw as I was moving over to Vistacom is there was this great opportunity for security integrators and for, for us is that, you know, typically um, the visualization of that data isn't something that is often getting looked at, right? So um, security, 
companies are great at understanding what's the right hardware to put out a door, what's the right card reader to use, what kind of you know card format are we using, um, you know, are we doing Bluetooth credentials at the door? Those kind of things are great at that. Um, but typically, a lot of security companies, when it comes to taking that data and doing something with it, um, often it winds up being um, kind of the last thought, right? It's it's a it's a display hung on the wall. And um, there's not often a lot of um, familiarity with or, or knowledge of, of what an operations center often looks like and how they typically work. So, you know, I think there's, we had a lot of great conversations there um, with end users, integrators, a variety of people, and just helping them um, kind of imagine what's possible. You know, that we just all have so many different data sources that are coming into our socks now you know, where it's not just a couple of cameras and a couple of doors of access control. You know, there's companies now that are not large companies, but they're looking at larger numbers of cameras. It's not unusual for, you know, even a smaller company with multiple sites to potentially have hundreds of cameras, you know, and, and hundreds of doors of access control as the price of those have come down. And, um, you know, how do you manage that? How do you, how do you view that as something that, um, I think more companies are realizing that they need to to look at, and you know we're we're excited to be a part of helping companies do that in a way that's maybe different than they've traditionally done that. Yeah, sure. So I, you know, just understanding why I go to trade shows, um, but I imagine that a lot of the attendees here are just beginning or in the middle of the planning phase for upgrading or updating or even building from scratch some sort of you know, security infrastructure or environment or command center environment, whatever that may look like. So um, I'm sure a lot of these conversations came up. Um, and if they did, what was really important to those attendees who are, are in those planning phases? What kind of questions did they have and what kind of, kind of information were they trying to uncover? I think it depends on the end user and or who you're talking to. So, right, so an integrator, they're looking for a system that's going to be um, easy to deploy and easy to service, you know, and one that they can, um, you know, sell to their customer that's a, a value standpoint, right? So, you know, some companies don't have millions of dollars to spend on a SOC and they're looking for a solution for that. You know, you talk to other companies and, um, you know, they have more guards or maybe their guards are running their um, sock and they're looking for something that's really easy to use. So our touch panel was a hot topic there because it was just really, you know, pushed to display something. It was very easy for them to use that, to give it to an operator and let them know that they didn't have to navigate windows. They don't have to, you know, uh, go into a, a laptop to view things. They could just simply touch a touch screen and be able to automatically visualize whatever they're looking to do. And it was simple to plug and play basically, which they liked. That sounds like almost a requirement um, considering that a lot of these operation center centers are mission critical and you don't have time to waste trying to mess with technology and figure out how to display what you're trying to see and work on. So yes, yeah, so it's, you know, um, there's there's the personal video wall, right? So you know people are typically looking at their. We all have multiple monitors now that we didn't. You know, five ten years ago we all had one monitor and it was small, but now many of us have two, three, or more larger monitors on our workstation. So you know there's that piece of it, but then they also want to be able to 
show what they're looking at to a broader group or you know an overview wall. So we're kind of helping people understand the ways that they can easily do that through some kind of visualization solution, whether that's our secure view product or one of the other manufacturer products that we work with. Yeah, I would say um, user experience and operator experience was definitely um, a hot topic and something that was brought up a lot by people coming and talking to us. Um, Rob mentioned our, our touch panel, but I think my my sense was there were a lot of people, a lot of security supervisors or security managers, um, operations directors, those type of people who have so many really great ideas. They really are listening to their operators and they they have a really good sense of what is needed to improve the actual operator experience, um, but they have a hard time kind of actually imagining that into what it looks like in a technology setup. Um, and I think that's where it's, it's really great to be able to talk to them, right? And ask them the important questions and, and ask them how, how they really think they could improve their, their user experience. Um, you see a lot of people who are concerned about being able to integrate with different types of video surveillance technology data that's that's coming in and and all these different types of data sources that are coming in um and they're concerned that you know if i if i um kind of reimagine my operation center and try and make the user experience better for my operators um whether that is with an overview video wall or like a personal operator picture or different console arrangement um, are kind of reimagining the, the entire sock itself and its design. They're, they're worried. I think they're, they're worried that a lot of these data sources and the workflow that are mission critical sometimes will not play well together. And um, so it's great to be able to talk to them and explain a little bit about um, kind of how we can enable that, right? The, the, the possibilities really are endless. And, you know, I can tell them that and then move them over to a Rob or to, you know, somebody more technical um, who are the smart people at Vistacom and they can explain <laughs> exactly how it works. <laughs> right, right. Great. And and I'm just curious, um, other attendees that were at the show, did you guys see representation from like newer emerging markets? Um, you know, I, I know there's a lot of a lot of newer type of um, organizations and, and industries popping up here and there. What, what did you guys see? Yeah, no, it's interesting because, you know, traditionally you think of IC West and you think of, you know, traditional security application, um, which we see a lot of, but we don't always think about it as, is the application or the use of that. So we've seen, you know, companies from the tech sector, from the fintech sector, from the autonomous vehicle sector. So, you know, we have companies saying, all right, well, we, we have a fleet of autonomous vehicles that we're managing and how do we how do we visualize the data and the management of those vehicles? So, you know, interesting stuff with that, you know, um, obviously online, um, there's a lot more data that's being um, distributed in a lot of different ways. And there people are looking for ways to put that all together in a visual picture that, that helps them do their work. So, um, you know, there's, you know, there's all different companies that are part of IC West. It'd be interesting to see the, all the different names that are, that are present there, but you know, you have manufacturing companies, you have warehousing companies, you have IT, um, you have banking, you have all these different sectors that 
all need security. Um, and they're all looking at different ways of, of doing that to make their operation better. So you have the security side, and then you also have some operational things that people are looking at to manage their operations through the data. And those, those worlds are kind of converging, right? Where you have security and operations that kind of work together. Um, so it's, how do we, how do we manage that? Whether it's a network perspective, whether it's a security perspective, whether it's just business operations, you know, we want to see the data in a way that helps us run our business. And it all kind of is coming together in one big picture for people to help run their business. So, yeah, yeah speaking then, of, go ahead, Josh. No, I was just going to say, and then you cut, you add kind of the, um, the new distributed work format, right? So like the move towards a hybrid work workforce and more remote workers, um, the security industry definitely was a part of that, right, of adopting that. So th I think there's a different format nowadays when it comes to operations for a, a lot of these companies in different, you know, vertical markets within physical security in the security industry. Um, so like we, I know, like I talked to people who were looking to outfit a lot of different like loss prevention um, areas and environments. Um, and they have, you know, an uh, a mix of remote workers and on-site workers at the warehouse or, you know, at the manufacturing facility. And so it's, it's interesting how they're thinking about how to kind of um, converge those two workers and, and uh, uh, account for that new type of working environment as well. I think it's a new challenge. That's, that's definitely relevant. And I think you're seeing, you know, security really as a team approach. Right. So I think we've understood that security is not just about one guy sitting in a basement running all the video cameras, but, you know, in the world we live in, it's a team approach. So you're seeing that from businesses where they're working together on security in different ways. You know, um, the physical access to the building is important, but so is the, the cyber access to a building. Right. So, you know, there's all those different pieces come together to create security. So you're seeing that on the the enterprise level, you're seeing that on partnerships in just the the business world, right? So you see like an Access and a Genetech partnering up to deliver, um, you know, a um, a different kind of access control experience. So you're seeing companies work together and integrate through APIs or different things so that, you know, my platform works with your platform. And what you started to see, I think, is people looking at, all right, what's the best access platform what's the best video platform what's the best you know um, weapons detection platform and you know there's two or three in each of those categories that it's kind of getting narrowed down to and and people are starting to figure those out and work together and create security ecosystems that kind of all play together you know in the same space yeah convergence has been a hot topic uh for well, i don't know probably predates it's the buzzword but right, yeah. you know like we do here on this show or we try to do is is diving into that and i guess my question is you know i've been to gsx and and other security trade shows and it's always been a hot topic but is it really happening now is and are people doing it successfully um I think specifically, yeah. I think about, you know, combining physical and cybersecurity is, is yeah, that taking off? That's why I'm excited about, you know, Vistacom and our control of business is because, you know, you are seeing that where things are really coming together. Um, 
you know, you see that um, on the show floor, right? So, so Barco, one of our premier partners, had a really large booth there. You know, they also partnered with Winstead um, to roll out one of their new products for this year. And, um, you know, we're excited to be a part of that. Um, but you're seeing those partnerships and those um, opportunities to get more data visual. I mean, we just, all the data that's out there anymore, it's, it's overwhelming, um, you know, for an operator to look at, you know, one of our clients that we have that we work with from a SOC perspective um, has almost 10,000 cameras. You know, how many people do you need in a facility to watch 10,000 cameras, right? It's just not possible. So everybody's starting to ask the question is, how do we manage security when you not have, when you not only have to look at 10,000 cameras, but you got 500 doors of access control, you have Twitter accounts, you have executive protection, you have um, remote sites, you have your cybersecurity. You, you know, there's just so many different things that, a, that an organization now has to deal with that all relate together. And, you know, how do you do that? And it's through starting to visualize your, your data. And that's what we're trying to help people do. Yeah. And I would assume that the next train of thought on all of that is how does AI help with all of that? What were you guys hearing at the show about artificial intelligence and, you know, kind of where that's going in the industry? I'm, I'm more excited to hear what happens next year because I think, you know, there's really some new developments over the past few months that didn't really make all of its way into to ISC West. You know, some of the chat GPT things, I think, are going to be game changers. So you did see some of the, you know, uh, the robot dogs and some of that stuff that they're starting to look at some virtual, you know, guard tours and stuff like that. I know that historically there's been a few different iterations of of that concept that really haven't taken off, but you know, you can see a world that um, is is rapidly evolving quicker than it has in in history. And um, it's going to be interesting to see where where things land in the next few uh, weeks and months. But yeah, everybody's looking at how do you visualize data better and how do we use analytics to help? Yeah. We're really in like this age of intelligence, right? So, you know, going back to, you know, converging physical and cybersecurity, I think there's a lot of stocks, um, a lot of like enterprise companies who, you know, they realize that if they're not converging the two, if they're not augmenting their, phys their traditional physical security operations with cybersecurity um, and all of those data sources, you know, social media, um, all that kind of stuff, then they're behind the ball game. I mean, the government has been doing that type of thing for years now. And it's like enterprise companies realize that there are products out there, there's software out there to enable those things to happen. Um, and they're really starting to kick up within the commercial industry. And I think AI is coming up behind that, you know, con con that convergence is happening. We're seeing that, you know, some people just describe it as digital transformation. I think that was lagging for a long time. And now we're kind of in these past three years, right? Seeing this like rapid advancement. Um, and with AI, it's, it's actually kind of overwhelming now as well. So you have all these data sources and then you have all of these, um, these endpoints that have software built into them that have these AI capabilities, right? And they can do all sorts of different things, but it's like, which do you choose? Which which capability makes sense for my operations? So it's kind of another level of complexity that I think is going to be important to kind of weed out, you know, what's important for your specific application. 
Yeah, if you think, you know, what's kind of interesting is you think back, you know, 10, 20 years or more, you know, the challenge was just information, right? You just didn't know, right? So you didn't know who was at your building. You didn't know when they were at the building. You didn't know what they were doing in the building. So you, unless you were there physically watching them, you really had no way of knowing that. So um, through advances in technology, um, now we have a lot more information. So, you know, now we almost have too much, right? So how do you sort through thousands of hours of video footage to figure out who's on, who's on site and things like that? Well, that's difficult to do. So, you know, at, at the show, um, Axe has rolled out or they've been talking about one of their new fusion cameras that basically is taking some of the advances from like autonomous driving with, you know, radar and coupling that with analytics. So now we have, um, we've moved from kind of not having information to now starting to have knowledge, right? So, you know, that's kind of like the step we're in now where now we're taking all this information, we're figuring out our, how do we turn that into knowledge, right? And so now we're getting knowledge of who's on site, we can go through records and identify all those things. And I think what you're seeing now starting to transition and we'll see in the coming years is, is automation. Right. So you, you have now knowledge and the, the AI piece is going to take that knowledge into an automation perspective of, all right, we know who's on site, but what do we do with that? You know, who do we notify? How do we change their access privileges? How do we automate that whole process so that an operator is not there doing things? But we realize that through your network activity, through your card reader activity, through all these different things, you're now a security threat. Um, whether that's good or bad that we are able to do that, but that's really where we're going as an industry is we can proactively identify that Josh is a threat and we need to do something about it. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so almost before Josh knows he's a threat, the yeah. company knows he's a threat and, and proactively addresses that. So that's where you're really seeing things go is, is being moving from no knowledge to being reactive to proactive. And it seems kind of cliche, but that's, I think, where we're going with this. Yeah, I mean, Rob, you were telling me about one of our clients that they have a, a really intelligent, intelligence-based SOC that they're able to kind of identify somebody who has the intention to um, to steal from a store or has a, an ulterior motive or whatever. And, you know, they can, they can pretty accurately identify that that person you know, minutes yeah. before it happens. And it's like, I, yeah, I, I'd really like to do like a white paper or some kind of, you know, yeah. unraveled with them because, you know, they're to the point where they uh, manage their sock from a, a return on investment, right? So they're looking at how do they add value to the organization? So they're not any longer a cost center, but there are cost savings. So um, they've figured out how to do that, I think, pretty well. And they, like you mentioned, they're proactive. So, you know, instead of, you know, identifying or, you know, getting a shoplifter after or while they're shoplifting, they're targeting that person, you know, three blocks away and saying, hey, listen, why are you coming near our facility? Um, what are you doing here? So they're not even getting to the stores um, because they're being proactively um, addressed offsite. So, I mean, maybe it's scary, maybe it's cool. But uh, but it's but that's what's happening, and um, they've been able to really um, reduce their threats on site because you know they're monitoring Twitter, they're monitoring social media. They're if somebody's posting a threat about their workspace, they know it. They've created a be on the lookout for that person. 
the the people looking at the cameras have you know analytic detection where they can say it's this person wearing this shirt or whatever and and get proactive about the whole thing which is like where you're seeing the the industry go yeah the the potential to reduce inefficiency and then be proactive is so great right and i think like the the buzzword here is probably predictive analytics um and i think like it's 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 a, it's a huge challenge to be able to use that type of technology though and implement it in a way where that type of ai that type of machine learning is actually producing accurate you know, um, predictive analytics and not false alarms. Cause I think false alarms is a, a huge, another buzzword right now, especially this year at ISC West and being able to reduce those um, and then actually retrieve active, uh, accurate predictive analytics is definitely a big challenge, but has huge rewards. It's all so interesting. I, I saw an interesting interview, Rob, that you did with Hivewatch. Um, are, do they play in this in this space that you're talking about? Yeah, so Hivewatch is a company that we've um, we have a relationship with, and and we know them really well. Um, they're doing some really interesting stuff within the security space. Um, they work with security integrators and, and end users, and really what they're trying to do is help with the amount of data that everybody's starting to see now, right? So you have guards. You have, you know, facilities and how do you proactively address threats and use AI and different things to to resolve issues. Um, and they have some some interesting technology that they're using. Their guard tour app, I think, is pretty cool. So one of the things that you know they're trying to do for their end users is show how they're responding to incidents and how quickly they're responding. So, you know, before where you just knew somebody responded to the inf incident and there was a report right up. Now they, from the, the GSOC, they can simply interface with a guard, send them the information about what they need to look at. And then when the guard gets on site, they can notify that they've been on site and they can document response times. You know, so something that before may have taken 10 minutes now takes seconds and they're able to identify issues quicker and resolve them and just be clear that they've actually resolved them. So some interesting technology, you know, that um, people should definitely look into. They're working with a lot of larger companies on figuring out how to how to manage their guards differently and more effectively, because interestingly, it's still hard to hire guards. Right. It's still hard to get people to work um, in that industry and. Um, you know, so if we're going to continue to provide great security, we have to do that with efficiency. And that's what they're working on. Yeah, their um, their platform is uh, pretty incredible because it's really practical. I think um, people who are companies who are trying to do what they're doing are either doing it not that not that well, or they're trying to go way into the future and provide capabilities that you know, users and, and, and security teams just aren't quite ready to adopt. So what they're really doing is like replacing what you you traditionally think of as a PSIM or like a physical security information management system that, you know, it takes a long time to implement, requires a lot of components to be integrated together. And, you know, what they're calling their platform is security fusion. Um, and it's actually really cool what they're able to do with machine learning um and you know integrating these, these these data sources together um that makes things really simple it's really simple for security teams i wish i was there it sounds like yeah. there was 
so much interesting technology and I would just love to walk around that show floor. Before we get into a really, really cool product launch by one of our uh, one of our favorite manufacturers, um, I just want to ask one more question about the show in general. As we are, um, you know, coming into 2023, I see in all industries something starting to alleviate in terms of what the pandemic had had caused. Um, and so, did you have conversations or you know see anything related to that, like? you know, supply chain, inflation, equipment availability, anything along those lines? Yeah, I think, you know, fortunately, uh, a lot of the conversations that we all had a few years back are starting to wane. <laughs> so, um, you know, people still do um, ask, you know, is that in stock? <laughs> and if not, how long does it take? Uh, I think just because of the challenges that we all faced um, over the past few years, but I definitely feel like we're starting to come to the other side of that now where things are available. Um, you know, pricing is stabilized a little bit. Um, you're still seeing a really strong demand, I feel like, in the security industry, you know, whether that's good, bad, or indifferent. Um, you know, people are still looking to build out their security, you know, platforms, ecosystems, and, and figure the best way to do that. So there's an investment in security. There's an investment in finding the right, right technology. And, um, you know, it's, it's a, a little bit of an inflation-proof and recession-proof industry, which is great for all of us that are part of the industry, but um, there's there's definitely a desire to secure businesses and it's different, right? We we live in a different world. There's sites that no longer even have people on site, <laughs> right? There's buildings that are now vacant, so their security um, has to work differently. Um, how do you make sure that company employees aren't able to access spaces that you're not using anymore? And how do you make sure spaces that aren't occupied are, are secured? So there's a a different nuance that now is, has come about because of, of the way the world has changed. But, um, and people going back to the office, right? There's some cases that people are moving back to the office and, you know, how do we reintegrate employees into those spaces and, and make sure they're secured in, in different ways um, based on what's happened. So a lot of changes uh, in general, I think they're good changes. Um, we're all learning to work in a different world and uh, the industry is, you know, promising. Yeah, um, I noticed that <clears throat> there were a lot of companies who are definitely expanding and growing. Um, so it's it's clear that there are some that really are making their way out of the pandemic. And um, off of that, off of what Rob said about kind of this new world of of working with different, you know, distributed work formats and that type of thing. You know, these companies, they're growing, they're trying to figure out how to implement technology in a new world of collaborating, right? And new forms of security. So I definitely noticed like there is growth happening um, where it was probably stagnant before for them. Um, and then off of that as well, I noticed that there were people who are looking for um, looking for jobs. They're they're either looking for career shifts. They're looking for for new positions. So I think all the buzz around, you know, um, what do they call it? Quiet quitting and um, all those other different, you know, people looking for different positions and that type of thing. That's still swirling around out there. There are definitely a lot of people who are looking for new jobs and and looking for for new positions. Um, so that's something I noticed too. Sounds like in general, we can say with confidence that we are 
exiting all of the issues as a result of the pandemic, but on the other side of the coin, entering this phase where we have to really proactively plan for the future, both our immediate future and our long-term future, because it's going to be different um, without a doubt, no matter what industry you're in. And I want to talk about um, a launch, talking about the future, um, a launch by one of our best manufacturer partners, Barco. Um, Viscom and Barco have had an extremely strong relationship for many, many, many years. Um, we are, I guess the level is called gold certified, certified on all levels across all of our departments. And they are uh, one of our most reliable manufacturers on the control room side in terms of the technology that we integrate into control room spaces. And the launch of Barco Control uh, was very exciting. Um, and essentially, I, I know that it is a software-driven platform designed by control room experts for the control room that essentially is providing one single platform to visualize all content serving both the large video wall and the operator desk. Can you guys tell me a little bit more about the launch, why we're so excited about it, and what you know some of our end users and listeners should be looking forward to? Yeah, so um, as you mentioned, Leanna, you know, Barco's a, a great partner of ours. You know, we're we're glad to be a partner with them. Um, they have a wide recognition in the industry, especially in the control room industry, um, through some of their products like TFN. So we, you know, we uh, regularly work with them and are proud to be a part of of what they do. Um, we do a lot of their stuff um, as well as others, but um, you know, we. Uh, we're there, able to see the launch. Um, I think it launched, you know, officially through Belgium, but um, the ISC um, site was was part of that launch. And um, you know, basically, this is their next iteration or another iteration of what they're able to do in a control room. So I think, as we've talked about over the last you know few minutes, the world is kind of changing, and they realize it's changing as well, and the way people are visualizing their data is changing. So what they're trying to do is get in front of that and figure a way to to make it easier, uh, make it quicker, make it less expensive to be able to do that for you know all companies. So um, in the TFN world or the, the Barco world, you know some of the the um, solutions that they've had historically have been out of reach for some customers um, just because of their complexity, their difficulty to install, um, some of those types of things. So this is a way for um, you know, for customers and for companies to visualize their data through um, kind of a new software offering. So we're excited about it. Um, we're excited to be part of uh, the rollout of this. You're going to see more about this coming up in future, you know, future weeks and future episodes. So this is really the uh, the beginning of this uh, product launch. It is available now, and um, we're we're talking to customers about it. If you're interested in learning more about you know, what that type of solution would look like. We'd certainly love to talk to you, but really it's it's a way for, you know, customers um, from small to large to visualize their data, both on the desktop and on their um, overview wall. So um, if you were at IC West, you got to see it, you got to check out the uh, kind of the sneak peek 
um, but it is live. It's ready to go. And, um, you know, we're actively working to uh, talk to our customers about um, what it would look like and how it would help possibly them and and managing their their data. So we're excited about it. Um, Josh, you have any thoughts you want to throw out? Yeah. So Rob and I and the team got the chance to have a demo at ISC West. Um, and so I have kind of a, I'm fairly new to the industry, right? And I've seen, you know, solutions out there um, that seem to be pretty great, but this really looks and feels like the future. Um, and I know that's a big statement, but from my perspective, it's probably one of the most intuitive platforms when it comes to user experience um, for data management within the control room. Um, and it's also extremely flexible. So one of the things that I think a lot of control rooms and socks and um, command center environments will find useful is that the operator's um, view, right? Their, their user experience, they, that can be, they can go to any workspace within that sock or any, any sock within their organization and they can pull up their their configuration of their 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 visualization, right? What they're used to, their their predetermined saved layouts, um, and they can recall those up and quickly work that way. Um, so it's extremely intuitive and it's very flexible. Um, uh, so yeah, definitely, definitely exciting. Yeah, definitely neat. They, um, you know, the, the focus, I think, really is on the end user experience or the user interface, as Josh mentioned. So that was a big part of their design, which is a great, you know, a great feature and a great, um, a great way to use the product. And then, um, you know, as we're all aware, security is a bigger and bigger issue nowadays. Um, and security is is kind of baked in by design, in a sense, where, you know, they, they made sure that as they were rolling out this product, that they knew that security was going to be a key component of people's decision on, you know, whether or not to buy a product. And so they made sure that they went through all the hoops to, um, to vet out the, the product and make sure that from a security compliance perspective, it was going to check all the boxes that, that a customer had. So, you know, from that, we're you know, through the Barco name, through the Barco brand, um, and through knowing what they offer, you know, we feel confident offering a product that, you know, is going to help people solve their, their challenges and do it in a way that's secure and easy to use and easy to implement. So this is something that, you know, it's not a do it yourself solution, but it's something that is less complex than, than maybe is traditional in the, the control room industry. So we're excited about it. That's really exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it implemented and and in action for for our customers. So fantastic. Well, um, it, to wrap this all up, I just like to get your final thoughts on ISC West um, and everything that you saw uh, in the last couple of days of March overall. Um, I'll go first, Rob. So I think. Um... <clears throat> What I've seen a lot at ISC West this year and kind of continuing from the past year as well is that there are a lot of both end users um, and security integrators who um, truly need somebody to kind of be that advisor 
um, and that subject matter expert kind of within the four walls of the control room, right? We say that a lot, but um, I like we talk about all these different exciting technologies um, and there's so many different applications of them right within the control room. And I definitely feel that there are a lot of people who they, they need to weed through which ones are really meant for their application, right? Which ones can actually um, have results for their operators and for their end goal, right? They have the, these security managers build these security programs, right? And they have different different goals. They have They have different objectives and um, they need to meet them and to actually improve their day-to-day -day operations. I think um, it's clear that working with, you know, Vistacom, um, but also Vistacom can connect these people to the right individuals because we are in the weeds of these technologies. Our engineers, our technicians are incredibly impressive. Um, not to be on our soapbox, but for our listeners out there um, who might be in this situation, I think it's it, it, it probably resonates with them that having somebody to be um, kind of step that entity that can guide them in the right direction when there is an overwhelming amount of different options. Um, I definitely got that sense from the show. And so I think that that's kind of where we're at with a lot of these exciting new kind of groundbreaking technologies out there. Yeah, I think my takeaway is, um, this may be overly simplistic, is it's about people, right? You know, I just stood, stood there looking at all the people and thinking, why are these people here? And it's really because it's about people, right? It's, and in days gone by, you could easily by yourself have connected a camera up to a VCR and, and recorded some video, but um, the world has become so complex that it's really difficult to implement a security ecosystem by yourself. You know, it's just, it's too hard to, to know everything you need to know, whether that's IT, um, lighting, um, designing security, you know, so, you know, whether it's from the architect, the engineer, to the, um, the, the integrators, to the um, training, and there's just so many pieces that you need to identify, you know, who are the people that you need to have on your team to have a successful outcome. So that's kind of, you know, my personal takeaway from the, the show is it's about building a team that's going to help you do what you need to do um, to get it done. And I think, you know, for our viewers, it's, it's about that. It's, you know, identifying um, who's going to be on your team to get your security solution intact. So, you know, maybe think about what team member do you need to add to take it to the next level. Right. Right. Oh, great points. Thank you both very much for your overview and recap and helping us unravel all that was ISC West. Sounds like it was a great show, successful show for all, and sounds like the security industry is buzzing. Um, I know that the next time Vistacom Control Room Solutions will be at another major industry event is at GSX um, in September, which is in... Dallas. Texas, Dallas, yep. Texas. Yes. Dallas. Yep. So you can see us there again as well if you're attending GSX. Um, and you can just learn more about uh, Vistacom Control Room Solutions on our website. Visit our Control Room Solutions page. We have a lot more information about what we do and how we do it. And uh, 
some great case studies of some projects we've done in the past. Um, but again, thank you both for being my guests and joining me today. Um, I hope that our listeners found a lot of value and felt like they were right at the ISC West show with us. Um, and definitely please be sure to join us next time to unravel more tech in this pro AV world. And just remember, you can't spell tech unraveled without AV. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.